Okay, we are live. Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On today's show, I have a very special guest, returning guest. His name is Jim Smith. He runs the Smiley Face Cult at, at, on Twitter. You can check him out there. He puts all his research there. We spoke last January 3rd, 2023, about the cases that are happening in Chicago. I followed up with the Chicago cases and some of the recent cases of Seamus Gray, whose body has not been found yet. But during this time, a lot of stuff is happening in Austin. People are sending me stuff. I'm watching stuff pop up on Jim's thing. They found bodies recently, and uh, it's really incredible. And I've, I've studied some of these older cases so and talked to some family members back in the day pre-COVID. So uh, Jim is going to talk a little bit more about that. So Jim Smith, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, William. Awesome, man. So it's been a while. Like we were talking the pre-show. Like I think we met back up. You reminded me it was 2016, which is crazy. I put out my first documentary 2017 more people are watching it now uh there's definitely an interest i can tell from my stats inside my video page do you know what the number one city who's watching my video is um yeah interesting yeah so there's there's that and then we were also talking about this huge kind of site they're calling it the ladybird lake serial killer but it's on facebook i can't seem to get in there but now last time i checked that 50,000 members now it's at 66,000. So you can see there's clearly great interest in this whole uh, situation that's going on. But uh, mm-hmm. what's your take on everything? What, what you, what are your, what's your kind of sense? It's just picked up, right? Yeah. I mean, I just, it's been very interesting. I mean, uh, you and I've been pretty much talking about these murders in Austin since 2018. Um, and it has just kind of grown into this, what we're seeing now. I mean, even more people were whispering about possibly being a, a serial killer back then. And I don't, it's pretty interesting how, what we're seeing unfold every day, because it's way more, uh, bodies and people disappearing and they, they're calling it the rainy street, um, serial rainy street killer. Too. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, because so many of the victims, obviously, I know you probably said that, but have been on rainy street last when they disappeared, uh, a party at party section. Of Which is close to this lady lake, right? It's named after LBJ's wife, right? I guess. Burn, I guess I, yeah, so that's right. You know, um, it, when, there were multiple men found in lady bird lake in 2018. That's when kind of this got our attention. Um, but something's definitely going on. I mean, it's it, all the stories are the same, and all the men are out drinking. Right. Same thing. Every other other place where we we've discussed this for years now. Right. I mean, it's incredible. So it's like these most recent cases for people who haven't been following is Jonathan Honey was I think the most recent found, and mm-hmm. Jason John mm-hmm. is the name. Um, Both there. Cliff Axtiel, is that correct? Yes. So those are the recent ones, but I've studied the other ones. We've studied Christopher White, Martin Gutierrez, Randy Lexwell. These are all 2018 cases. There was a spate of 2018 cases. Luis Ramirez. Right. And then it goes back even farther. Yeah, crazy. Mm-hmm. No, you're exactly right. Um, definitely has just exploded since then. I mean, but the same MO, guys, young men out drinking, it's it's crazy that the the cartwheels that the local media um, and the articles that you're seeing written in Austin making excuses trying to right brush it off. Aren't they making it like they're asking the question: Is there a serial killer? <laughs> is there this instead of saying somebody is dumping people in you know the water? It's crazy, right? Yeah, no, it's um I, I've heard very few people who were understand what's going on you obviously you do but i mean i this is a smiley face cell in austin and they are hunting people and it's on a close to a college campus like a lot of other places and a lot of the murders we've seen in the past year um but it seems to be growing here in austin and in some pretty some pretty violent um details you know we've had we've known some I know we've known some victims. I've talked to some people there in Austin and some pretty violent details. These are not um, death without trauma. 
Right. And so they're they're definitely not telling the full story, right? Would you agree with that? Like they're not telling the full story. Like a lot of these other cases, right? Like no, for sure. No, they're they're it. definitely not telling the whole story. I mean, the fact that so many of these men, not all, but so many have wound up in one Lady Bird Lake or two had been on Rainy Street, um, it's indisputable at, at this point. Right. Yeah, it's really crazy. So I think they just like pulled another body out of Chicago too, right? So it's still going on in Chicago. Um yeah, no, for sure. It's still going on in Chicago. Those are the hottest places right now. There seems to be a body either in um, Austin, Texas one week and Chicago the next or, um, you know, or in a surrounding area of Chicago, you know, like uh, Seamus Gray, who is missing right now. He is a victim. The fact that, you know, that he hasn't been found right now, the temperature of the water, how long he has supposedly been there. You know, there's a reason why he hasn't been found. Um, there are so many cases, and, and they're writing the same articles in Chicago, William, that they're writing in right. Austin. They're just changing the damn name of the city. Well, yeah, it must be, it could possibly be a serial killer, or, right. you know, um, you know, people don't understand. One man could not abduct and do what we're seeing. People need to get that through their head and understand this. This is much bigger than one person in each city. Yeah, no doubt. And it, it's really incredible. It's almost like an industrial scale abduction factory. Um, and it's accelerating. Like it's kind of like an accelerating situation. It's really something else. And I think it's beyond, it's a new type of criminality, I think for sure. So I think the cops are a little flat footed, but uh, yeah. this one, I mean, we saw this video. I can show this video too in a second. But of the sight of one of them where this person found, he wasn't in the water. He was just lying there. And this guy walked by him and there was like a cult stuff on the trees, 666. And the guy said there was a satanic cult active and some dude in a hoodie was watching him. Just like crazy stuff. I think that was the body of Jason John. Body was found. He was, you know, kind of darker complected. So maybe he didn't look dead. He looked asleep or something. I don't know. Yeah. I watched that video. That's very weird. Yeah, for sure. It's a weird yeah, it is. Um, especially with his personal belongings, I thought that was a very interesting point. He's talked about his personal belongings being around him, uh, which is very common. His laptop, specifically, I mean, that makes me think of other cases immediately. Yeah, it's odd. Just like somebody assembled it there, assembled him there, and it was yeah. weird. Like he was found in the afternoon too, right? Yeah, no, that's that's something that. Um, you know, the, the gentleman in the video talks about him that he found that body of Jason John uh, he, right before sunset. You know, and if that was the case, then wouldn't his body have been found all day there? You know, yeah. and he goes on further to talk about people watching him, and you just wonder, uh, like a lot of these cases where people stumble upon either a body or um, somebody you can't help but be suspicious of that person similar to the, the, right. the guy just survived in Boston. Right. 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 And you talked to a guy who survived in, um, in Austin too. Right. So not everybody, there's like people who've been disappeared for a long period of time. Don't remember anything. Right. Uh, yes, William. Um, I've talked, I have interviewed a couple of survivors um legitimate survivors of of what this is one in boston um one in georgia one here in austin and he is no doubt a survivor i don't want to give his name people i've seen it on twitter i broke this when it happened but he was a young man in austin also was on rainy street took a lift with his friends from a party doesn't remember anything um, going after being downtown on Rainy Street for a couple, you know, after a couple hours, and he has uh, no memory for 60 hours, and he was found in the river there, um, and he had severe injuries. And this is one, two, two of the survivors I've 
interviewed, both had over $100,000 in medical bills and severely wow. injuries. In fact, this young man in Austin, he is his life has changed because of his injuries, because of what happened. And police speculate that he was thrown off the bridge. Wow. Um, okay. His dad has been very um, outspoken in the media about his son and what happened to his son. And I know I've seen a lot of people working this real crime sluice online and trying to do their thing. If y'all want to do something, you probably should be trying to talk to his father about what happened in Austin to his son, because that is the key to what's happening in Austin to all these other men. Wow. So does he, did the son fit the profile kind of the younger guy, skinny? hundred percent. Yeah. All the way in. And it's more, it's more so than that too. I mean, the worst part about it is (laughs) they probably could have caught these people, but I have proof that the police were looking, they're looking on the wrong nights on the cameras, the night that he was dumped. They're not looking on the night. They're looking at the night he was, he disappeared. They should be looking on the the night he was dumped. And it's just like, this is just another example of just poor police work and what's happening in austin is a joke i mean their police are failing big time right they probably just don't know anything about it they probably haven't watched the stuff who knows but it reminds me of stephen port like it was the family who got the cctv video and really broke the case it's incredible so it was like the family found out like oh and then they put it all together this guy was a full-on serial killer Stephen port probably killed more than four people too by the way definitely killed more than four people no doubt um, huge inquest, and they went through and found all these families, and the families actually got paid out by the government for the incompetence of the cops. So that seems to be the standard. There's a few variances, but uh, the Latunsky case in Michigan comes to mind. They busted that guy for the Kevin Bacon murder. It was kind yes, of yes, like, I remember. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but uh, it's crazy to just watch this play out over and over again. It's just like, and then like- the fact that they don't put it together. Um, is also kind of a shame. Like they don't see it in the broader picture of this phenomenon happening all over the country and all over the world, really. Right, but it seems to be getting harder to ignore. I mean, there's been so many people like on TikTok. I know there's a gentleman who's been pretty putting out a lot of video or a few videos that a lot of people watching. I I forget what his name is. Yeah, Ken. Ken. Ken's a real nice guy, and he means well, but he's way off. He's Um, off. I'm just yeah. No, he does. I mean, he does to a degree, but he's new to the party. But you can just tell. I mean, I don't think this guy like, right here is that him. He, yeah, I don't think he's. I mean, he's just kind of just. He's like a lot of these people just seeking attention, and I get it, and that's good for people to learn about what's happening. But he's not really telling people the truth or what's really happening. Um, that's that's a bit frustrating because um, there's so much misconception. I feel like about these murders. Um, but you're right. It, people, it's really hard to ignore about specifically what's happening in Chicago and Austin at the same time. I mean, and, and right. not just that, right, William? You know what I'm talking about. Bryce right. Borka uh, right. on the 20th anniversary of uh, Justin Gaines's murder in the same place in Minnesota, and this young man's disappeared. So, I mean, like, there's multiple stories going on at the same time, but people just Eric just ignores it because I feel like. They don't want to. They don't want to know. We can. Our country can't handle it. Probably, William. They probably can't. If they have to trace back and realize there are hundreds of these cases, then they've bungled it for that long. I mean, it's off the charts. Like that's like these are definitely not. There's some. There's off. You know, things where people have misadventure, but for these sure. snatchings out of the bar areas and the drugging and stuff. It's all. I mean, like, even if we just talked about the, I mean, like slam dunk cases, there are so many of yeah. them the dakota yeah. james right yeah. uh shane montgomery i mean yeah. there's I, I can name i can name 50 right now i yeah. mean and what was the so guy many... also in philadelphia he was one of the original cases he was found in like tommy six... booth yeah tommy booth yeah that's a giveaway too lots tommy of booth. injuries too right he had injuries as well i think yes. he got hit with a hammer mcneil it just goes on and on like these are obviously abductions and stuff like that man all <laughs> stories of people's families destroyed all americans families destroyed that's what they all have in common yeah no it's really true 
hard to swallow. It's hard to I can't accept it. It's just awful that Yeah, you can see the parents of like what Chris uh Jenkins, McNeil, they're on record like I don't know what's going on. What happened? It destroyed their family like they're they're, they're children with the prime of their life in college, you know, taken away. So so, so many um, yeah. families never recover. I mean, I've I've seen people who have died from the pain since their pain son was murdered. Yeah. Right. Um, the kid in New York, his father passed away. It was a firefighter. Um, ah, so, so many. Yeah, it's a shame. It happens in other, you know, not only within the context of SFK, but the grief of the parents is like unbearable for some of them. Absolutely. This is this is Mitchell Gutierrez. Yes. Brother Martin was behaving strangely both inside and outside the bar the night he disappeared. It's a perfect example of somebody who's been drugged. It's a perfect example. These are all textbook telltale signs. On rainy street, too. Yeah, there he was, 2018. Mm-hmm. Last evening, seeing the alibi. Nobody goes to the bartenders. Probably doesn't. They don't interview anybody. Called at 127 for a ride home. Security footage saw him strangely walking out, walking towards I-35. You know, just the same stuff. He fits a total profile, too. This guy, mm-hmm. Martin Gutierrez. Mm-hmm. This is before he was found. Yeah, that was um, that was right before what happened to Randy in Austin. Right, Randy. That's right. Um, yeah, there were there was like one, two, three, right in a row, right? Wasn't it White Gutierrez and and Luxbold? Right. Yeah. Yes. Um, but you know, we talked a little bit about you know Randy's sister's a personal friend. I know she is a mine. I know she's talked to you a lot. She really yeah. is passionate about what happened to her brother, and he is older than the other victims, but you know, the stuff she shared with us about the type of trauma that he had, I mean, he had a fractured skull and broken legs. Uh, and I mean, again, same as the survivor, same as, yeah, they thought he got hit by a car. That was the whole, that was what I think the police said or whatever. He must've been hit by a car and shoved off a bridge, but he was found in a Creek or something, right? Very close to a busy part of town. If I remember correctly. Very close to uh, Texas uh, campus. Texas campus. That's right. Yes, and like twenty minutes from Lady Bird Lake. Very close. I looked yeah, it up this, today. Yeah, this is Lex Mulder right here. But he looks kind of young. He's kind of longer, yeah, healthy, younger looking guy. Was the twenty? Yeah, yeah. You know, obviously linked up with some really bad people. Look, and you know, um, and his cause of death was drowning. Right, right, right in front of us, but he had a fractured skull and all right. this. Right. I yeah. mean, what? Right. How is this even yeah. people even say this in public without being right? That? That's what frustrates right. me so much, William. That, right. yeah, this is just an accident. Well, didn't he read a little bit more? Well, how did that happen? Yeah. Uh, don't ask. Yeah. Don't ask. Don't tell. It happens in all these, they're covering up all these cases in all these big cities Boston, New York. Pittsburgh, Chicago, Austin. It's really something yeah. else to just see them like put the clamp down on it. You know? Some more than others, though, it's crazy because you're exactly right. Like Boston for sure has like censors these stories and will try really hard not to release details about where the people were found or who the victim was. And Canada's like that. Pittsburgh's like that. Um you know, Chicago's trying to play ball like that, William. But believe it or not, the last two young men that they have found murdered, which one was just yesterday, um, that they found in the river. And when was that? What was his name? It was uh, um, Arceus Carlos. Oh, Arceus. Yeah, that's Car- right. Carlos Arceus. He's 27. He disappeared, and they found him in the river. And um, we've been able, because of what we do, and the people like yourself and a couple other people who who do this nonstop, you know, they're able to point out the victims before the press does, just by wow. knowing what's going on. And when someone's found, we've been able to break the last two victims before the media has even announced who the victim was. Wow! Wow! Right? We wouldn't be able to do that if this was if this was just accidents. Right, I try to right. tell people that, like, this isn't an accident that we're able to have so many of these victims in one place. Like, I read a lot. I don't post everything. I only post the things that I feel like are like a smoking gun for people to see that these aren't accidents. 
No, no, they would have found the bodies already. Uh, Seamus Gray would have already been found. Been found. Yeah, already. Correct. I mean, somewhere. I mean, usually a trip and fall, he'd be found in a shallow place by the by the bank. You know, yeah. if it was a real kind of accident. But uh, yeah. if they find his body, it'll be terrible because it'll just be proof that somebody's killing somebody, right? No, yeah. they'll say it's an accident. They'll. It doesn't matter how many of these young men they keep finding. There could be. There could be. You know, five a week. They'll keep saying that they're accidents. That it's alcohol. Uh, Samus is going to be found by the pier. I think there, eventually. Yeah, Joaquin. Mm-hmm. Got that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I predicted it would happen on a Sunday night, so maybe this weekend that they'll try to draw, dump them at the least. I think that's what happened to Dakota James. He was found on a Monday morning, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so it's always like that. Sunday late night. Yeah. Right? Yeah, late yeah. nights. Or yeah. something where people aren't. They, Or like a Thursday late night. They love to have victims found on a Friday so that it gets everybody talking about it. Um, right. Yeah, that's wild. That's so crazy. Let me see if I can pull up this uh, this video here. This is kind of interesting. I mean, I think it is because, like, this guy's going around. Oh, let's see. That's, uh, this is one of the older videos. This is the old video of the three drownings. I'm going to play it here. Just pull it up. This is the three drownings that we mentioned earlier. Let me see if I can get this to play. Guess not. Where's this? Oh, these are the June 15th ones. This was a transsexual guy. Yes. Hey, there's been other. There's been water two days later. There's been other transsexual victims. There's been a couple others. There was one in Portland that a guy was a very famous transsexual, and he wound up in the river. Same way. I guess this one doesn't have audio. This is this is um, white. White. Yeah. Two days later, there's yeah. That was Martin. the spike. It was like three in a month. Yes, you're right. Martin Gutierrez. That's the last. Can you still hear man. me, Jim? I can. I guess not. No, I can. Hello. Let's go with this. Hello. Hello. Let's try this. Mike. Hello? Mark Gillespie is a former forensic director for Austin Police who has firsthand knowledge about how police rule out foul play in an investigation. Law enforcement agencies, when they investigate something, they're looking for bad things. They're, they're looking for foul play. On Monday, Austin police released a statement saying they're aware of speculation, but they didn't see any trauma to the bodies and have no evidence to support allegations of foul play and two recent deaths in Lady Bird Lake at this time. That leads me to believe that they've already conducted possibly some interviews. It's like a fully shallow uh, lake, too. You can see it there. Very. It's about as still as you. It's really kind of a pond. Look at this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in Lady Bird Lake at this time. Mm-hmm. That leads me to believe that they've already conducted possibly some interviews. They've obviously been to the crime scene. They've got some type of, type of toxicology reports back. Austin private investigator and former police officer Kimber Bustos says that if someone was drugged, investigators might not find the substance in their toxicology results. And without physical marks of violence and after conducting witness interviews, they can rule out foul play. When investigating possible connections between deaths, Busto says police look for commonalities. Generally, serial killers follow a pattern, and those patterns start to become apparent rather quickly. And yeah, it's called dumping people in water, <laughs> shallow water that they supposedly drowned in. Look at this. Yeah. You could roll out of it. It's incredible. The bodies were found in the same area, and both men were spending time on Rainy Street. It's not enough to make a connection. Goodness gracious. It doesn't mean that it's a serial killer no. just because there's been no. two incidents. Oh, the ABD statement did not dispel theories popping up on social media. There's a distrust in law enforcement. There's a distrust in our investigative or justice system. I wonder why. And some of these theories swirling on the internet can be harmful to families. These people are suffering. And can take away Ah. from their time of healing. It just becomes a a tremendous 
distraction and an irritant for them to grieve and to to heal. Yeah. For now, Austin truth. police said the cases are still under investigation and they're looking at all available evidence. In Austin, I'm yeah, interesting. Let's see. There's another one. Is that... And I was like, oh my God, we were just literally there. People who hang out on Rainy Street shocked to hear about the discovery Saturday afternoon of Jonathan Honey's body after the 33-year-old was last seen at a taco truck around 2 a.m. Friday. Austin police say they're still investigating how he died. And I'm thinking maybe it's somebody who drank too much and uh, fell. Yeah. Uh, but if it's somebody That's really doing thing to say. harm, um, you know, it's, it's, it's concerning. In recent years, at least five men in their 20s or 30s have been found in the lake under similar circumstances. I reached out to John Honey's family. I was told they're unable to comment because of the ongoing investigation. But the family of Jason John, whose body was found in the lake in February, believes these incidents could be connected, even though the autopsy report states his death was an accidental drowning. We don't agree with that. Jason was 30. Um, uh, Jonathan Honey was 32, 33, um, 2 o'clock in the morning, rainy street. So there are some similarities in the case. It is very, very concerning. SafeHorn's president, Joelle McNew, says she's worried for UT students who go out on rainy. I know that there's been some comments on social media that it's just alcohol related. I believe it's definitely more than that. Austin-based defense attorney Sam Bassett says Austin police are likely looking into these incidents collectively. Well, I think the first thing you start with is the cause of death. Was it accidental? Was it, does it appear to be something that was done intentionally? And then secondly, is there any commonality? If, the, if these are acts that appear to be intentional, is there any similar method or, or motive that could be at play here? For the families of those who've died, they say they want answers and change from the city. The city needs to do something. Ignoring is not an option anymore. It never was. We don't know how many Jasons, how many Martinez, and how many Jonathans is going to be losing their life again. And this is not acceptable. Yeah, it's a puddle. It's barely like, uh, you know... It's not running water by any sense of the imagination. This is an interesting video. Are you still there, Jim? I am. Can you, you hear me? Chris Mo. No, I can't. Yeah, here's the uh, this is an interesting interview. Okay, so we're here about what was going on. I'm doing my own thing, but then whenever we I came over and I actually checked on him and I, I you know I did this thing and there was no movement and I, I tried to call him and I didn't touch him. I wasn't gonna go that far. Okay. And I called nine one one and um I called nine one one when I was kind of standing between here and there. And when I was on the phone with nine one one, right across here is when I noticed the guy in the um like a black hoodie. It wasn't like large or anything, it was just just a guy in a black hoodie just kind of super concerned about what was going on over here. Was was he here prior to you getting here? I, if he was, I don't remember. Like, mind you, I wasn't paying too much attention to that area. I had Your focus is over I, in this I, I had, room. This is, I was walking down here because this is my spot. Okay, so, so did, what, what about this graffiti? So that's, yeah, that's another thing. So... When I posted the picture in the group chat, I didn't notice any of the graffiti on here. But then someone pointed out that there's actually, you know, satanic graffiti here. There's like a six, 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 six. six. And whether or not this was here before the, the, the incident happened, I don't know. But the person who pointed that, that out did tell me that here um, back in the, you know, the Riverside Montopolis area and all the homelessness, there is a known satanic like cult type thing. Okay. That there's lots of satanic occult symbols that are graffiti. Are there? One of are the there, buddy? Did you, there. But you didn't see anybody spray painting this. Anybody come over here and spray paint or anything like that. This was already here when I came over. Okay. Yeah, this was our everything. And the, the gentleman who was over here, what did he look like? I mean, it was dark. The sun had already gone down at this point. It so that guy wasn't here when you first got here. It was just this guy. If he was here, he was hiding there waiting. Okay. Just hanging out. Gotcha. You know, but whenever I was 
over here and I started the phone call and I, I came over this way. He was extremely concerned about what I was doing over here. And then did he say anything to you? No, because he was gone before the police came. But he was looking at you and watching he what you were definitely doing? Looking. I was looking for lights on the street. I was waiting for the police to come. So I was half paying attention to him, half paying attention to the lights, you know? Gotcha. Okay. And how, how long after you found the body did you actually call the police? An hour. Um, yeah. Look at his face. Maybe an hour and a half. Huh, maybe? That's okay. funny. Um, and, and that's... And that's how long after you realized the, that it was a dead body did you call the police? When I was 100% for sure it was a dead body, I called the police. Okay, gotcha. Um, <laughs> and there was a 50-50 chance. There were, we were, now, mind you, I'm just being 100 here. We were making jokes in the chat, lighthearted stuff, you know, mm. like this could or could not lighthearted be. Lighthearted jokes you know, about a guy's really death. thought it was an actual past unalived person out here. But um, unfortunately, that's what the situation was. Um Were there any signs of physical trauma to the body? Were there, or were there needles around? There were no, okay, there was no drug paraphernalia. Only the liquor, only no, the vodka. Only the liquor. And then someone pointed out to me that the guy actually had like decent work boots on. His clothes weren't all messed up or dirty. And his belongings were actually quite nice. I think in the picture, there's a laptop that's somewhere like right over here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this actually goes against the notion that he was actually found in water. He was not found in water. He was found dead near water. Very different. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. something close to the lake, but not in the lake. That's true. So he may not have been a homeless person. You know, he could have been a migrant worker. Or I don't know. But was it a was it a white guy? Well, when I found him, he was a gray guy. Um, Do you think this guy's got so jokes? I want to say gray, white or Mexican. I okay. Want to say, he had short cropped hair. What about the guy over here? Was that? Uh, just, just a hoodie. Just a, that's all you could, you all couldn't tell. Could, ethnicity. I mean, you no. just you could tell it was a male, though. I could tell it was probably a male. Yeah. Okay. And uh, there was no blunt force trauma to the head or any no, or blood or anything there was like that. Nothing that would indicate that it wasn't just a passed out drunk person. Okay. So, so uh, did the body seem bloated? No, I don't have a lot of experience with bodies. Yeah, so I don't have do a I. lot of frame of reference, but. He didn't. I do notice. I did remember that from so, the time that I first found the body, the color had slightly changed. So, so I it could have been a freshly dead body. What did the yeah. police say when the police got here? Um, they just asked what I was doing, why I was down here. Um, I just told them I was playing guitar. Um, well, the Austin police wouldn't care if you were smoking pot anyways. Did you tell the police about the other guy that was here? I didn't because I didn't think about it all of this until after the fact. I was kind of in shock. I had posted the picture. And you were stoned. And I was stoned. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll lend you some, some. You know, if you want to. A buffer. <laughs> um, but I was also kind of in, in a little bit of shock. I wasn't really. I just tried to give them the information that they asked for so I could leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I, I know. Yeah. And I, I get I get where you're yeah. coming from. Um, I've dealt with the police a lot, unfortunately. Uh do you and do you think that this is connected to any of these other bodies they're finding? I don't have a lot of information about what's going on with the other stuff. Okay. But you think this guy could have been drowned? And do you think that the dude that was here, very interested in what was going on, is at all related he to this? He wasn't drowned because there was no witness. So okay. It wasn't something. It wasn't like the body was pulled out of the lake or anything like that. The guy, whatever happened, happened here where it happened. And I'm hmm. convinced that the guy that was over there definitely had something to do with it. And I just stumbled upon something as it a potential after, murder, but after the fact, okay. that's just speculation. Gotcha. Point, okay, you know? cool. Well, I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Yeah. Very interesting. So that uh, firsthand account of somebody who saw all that stuff is really something else. Let's come back here. Nuts. Jim, can you hear me? You still there? I can hear you. Okay, cool. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Okay, cool. What do you think about video? Yeah. Um, I, I would, there's a lot of stuff I think, but I would love to go back and look up, see if we could find out what the cause of death was of that man's um, death. He's sitting there speculating that it was something else and not a drowning. Um, that would be pretty interesting. I'm going to have to go look that up. Yeah. Um, I no would think water? it is drowning. In the water, he speculates the hoodie guys watching him for some reason, mm -hmm. like something involved. Just weird. All around. Why does he? Why does he keep laughing at 
and he's he I don't laughing know. about the yeah. guy's death and about a body being there. And he, he was very and when you go back and look at the part where he talks about that when he asked him, Well, how long did it take before you called the police? And it took him a second to answer and he like gets a weird look on his face and starts to laugh and says an hour. Yeah, it's weird. Hmm. Very weird. Yeah. Those uh those other reports I've thought by the news, I just wanted to point out like um the last news report video you played they only put up five victims right when they were talking about those stories one of the victims is the survivor we were talking about i'll i won't say his right. name but it was Christian, up there right. it was up yes, there. yes. hey that. isn't that funny what's his name what's what kind of yeah. his, his name's christian hmm. Hmm. yeah his what's father that? yeah is that is that is that, a, is that an accident you wonder but um there's an over preponderance of like Christians, Christian names, believers, mm -hmm. things like that. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Anti Christian. Yeah. There might be some anti Christian sentiment out there, especially if they're like Satanists. You don't know, you know, what are they thinking? Yeah. So, yeah something wild. definitely to um, the cycles of the moon, though. I mean, we've talked about that without you and I are, I mean, I'm not, I hate conspiracy theories. I've always tried to go from a crime perspective. I don't like people who pretend or try to make money off these men's death by saying that Bigfoot ate them. Right. You know, right, right. I can't stand that person. I won't say his name. I know who you're talking about. He's a joke. Um, anyway, so I just have always tried to go from a crime and a criminal perspective. And this is obviously people doing this. Right. Yeah. It's like, why is the motivation? What's the motivation? Why are they doing this? What's the intent? What's the long-term goal? But you're right. You mentioned the pre-show that they're accelerating as as the country devolves. These go up in the blue cities, right? They're all in Democrat-run cities, which I think, uh, you know, I don't know what's going on with the politics or whatever, but it's like, there's, I mean, I remember the, the uh, attorney for Pittsburgh was highly politicized. I know that that guy was super politicized. I forgot his name offhand but there might be something else where like these people are installed in these you know democrat cities these blue cities and they're super politicized so th there may be some political something going on like there were weird things in pittsburgh there were a lot of yes strange people surrounding the cases and stuff like that mm -hmm. yeah not well. not cyril wecht not cyril wecht cyril wecht was actually the guy who found a cord noose around uh scar around the neck of dakota james which the medical examiner didn't find and that's another question is like why didn't the medical examiner find that because i saw the picture i could see it right so why is this guy blind is does he need you know glasses is he does he have vision problems because i'm not a trained doctor but i can go that guy had a rope around his neck and the body right. is not 40 years it's the body's not 40 days old why isn't that public so these are other facts that are not coming to the public. It's, it's many many yeah. facts like that, dude. Many many facts like that that they're not allowing because I feel like when it does come to light that it's so obvious that they can't put a smokescreen up anymore. I mean, right. the Bryce Borka case right now, perfect right. example. I I have information that if people knew what I've been told by sources that have not been wrong yet, this is not an abduction. I mean, this is not an accident. This is an abduction. Right, an abduction. This is violent. Yes. Oh. They don't well, want people asking that. Sorry. Right. They don't want that. No, you're absolutely right. But this is a perfect example. This video, he's telling the details of what he saw, mm -hmm. but it's not public. So, so people are led to believe this guy was found in the water. He's not in the water. He was lying there. He was dry. He was had his like belongings, a nice pair of shoes on. Um, right. Well, you know, the, the same media report puts those five examples up, and they have the survivor right there. They've interviewed his dad. Why do you? Why hasn't someone recontacted them again? Why isn't that part of the story? Why isn't it part of the story of the other people in the same area or other Texas students? There's been others. I mean, there, uh, Tanner Hong was that um, Korean uh, Texas A&M student, mm -hmm. uh, and he was found – right outside of Austin in a river. Um, he just graduated college. They said he committed suicide, but that's no way he was found on, he was found on the river. Uh, he just graduated college. I mean, like a lot of these victims where they, 
it's a, they just had their first, their first new job, their first right. baby, right? Uh, right? Graduation. Right. Like Tanner was graduating too, right? I found yes. Correctly, yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, man. It's strange. There's a lot of questions. You're asking all the right questions that the police are not divulging. The authorities are not divulging, but the citizen journalists, you know, they may actually, you know, break through at some point. Hopefully they'll work. They'll watch my videos and work off of your information and my information. So they don't have to re-study all this stuff, but I got a ton of information. You know, I got, I have a whole encyclopedia of these cases and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. and I remember, you know, working with you, there's guys out there with spreadsheets and all stuff like that. Not even you and me. So my Twitter is my, my spreadsheet. Right. So, you know, that's where people can find you, right? It's at smiley face cult, right? On Twitter. Right. Believe it or not, uh, 10 years old, uh, smiley face cult. I started doing this because, uh, nobody else was doing it. And the case that made me start my Twitter page was uh, Joe Philbin's son being murdered the week before the Super Bowl um, when the Packers I, and Giants played. Yeah, I remember your old picture was like uh, your old banner was like a it was a fence, right? Or like a cement fence with a smiley face on it. Is that right? Is that my memory serving me correct? Yes. Was, yeah, that's right. No, that's that's on my Facebook page. That okay, was a case okay. that was um, here in Georgia. Yeah, I was gotcha. telling you about that earlier. Yeah, I mean, is there anything you'd like to add? I mean, people can find you on Twitter. What what else do you think? I mean, what do you think that's going to happen? I mean, what do you think is going to happen with uh, Seamus Gray or some of these other deaths? Like, is there going to be any stopping? Is this just uh, heating up or is it going to die off? What do you think? You know, that's a great question. Thanks for asking it. Um, you know, I... I'm a big fan of Detective Gannon and um, Professor Gilbertson. Their book, Drowning Forensics, says has been so right about everything. And, you know, in their book, it talks about how they think that this is going to grow. And this is 15 years ago and that we're going to see these people doing this, acting out and getting bigger. And this is exactly what we're seeing and what we're seeing in Chicago and Austin and other places and that – you know, this seems to pick a state, whatever is doing this seems to pick a state every year. And then that state has so many of these murders in them more so than ever. It's how it was with Boston and Pennsylvania. And we've seen it in Minnesota, Wisconsin, Atlanta, and now it's Chicago and Austin. It's just growing. I mean, I, you know, I think we're going to see this get worse and, you know, we need the way to defeat this and the way to stop this is for real true crime people to own their own local area and if people will be vigilant and will watch when these cases happen and to start working them we can work with them with us or by yourself but it's it'll take a grassroots effort to stop this at a local level this is how we defeat this and i i really believe that's the way through that these people can be caught um Right. So if people gonna... are on on the site in Austin, check things out where the bodies are found. Go take pictures. Look for uh, graffiti. This guy says there's a satanic cult with graffiti. Somebody get out there and go take pictures. Go walk around. Please. Yes. So post them to me. You can send them to me. You can send them to Jim. If there's anybody in Chicago where the bodies are found, go out and take mm-hmm. pictures. The police are not going to divulge this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but you mentioned Gannon. Here he is on Barstool Chicago. I'll put a link to his re- most recent talk with Duarte. And I think they said a lot of stuff. It's well worthwhile to uh, watch this uh, discussion. The guy asks good questions and lets them talk. But uh, this is, I think, in January, so fairly recently. But, uh, yeah, people go out and take pictures, you know. Keep an eye out. There's Yeah, the, I mean, go get police reports. Yeah, um, Call people. I mean, we have so many. We have people working these cases locally, but we need more. These are happening enough. I mean, these people who were sit online and are true crime, um, you know, obsessed people. If you want to do something, do this. Stop worrying about crimes that don't matter and get involved in what's happening in your backyard because these people yeah. are being murdered. And go find the places where these guys were last seen. Honey was last seen in front of a taco truck. Go ask around and see if anybody look has for, any look CCTV. for cameras. Correct. Yes. Go ask for CCTV. Hey, do you mind if I look through it? You know, I'm kind of. I'm just interested in these cases because the cops don't seem to be doing it. 
And like I said earlier, it's a Port, Stephen Port case, which I covered, I think, in my second documentary about the Smiley Face Killers. That was the family went in and find it. So if you're a family member, too, maybe that's what you should do. If you're uh, Jason John's family member, brother, sister, Martin Gutierrez's brother, go, go, whatever. And you have to strike while the iron is hot. Go find out right away and do your own legwork. You don't you be your own P.I. Figure it out because you might find somebody you might save lives. Might somebody be involved in you know who's killed five or ten people? It's not a joke. Anyway, yeah, it's disgusting. Thanks, Any, yeah, my pleasure. Anything you'd like to add, Jim, before we wrap it up? I think uh, we th- thanks for the support. I just yeah. appreciate it. Um, yeah. Thanks again. Yeah, man, it's uh, kind of you know it's 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 disheartening to see it all happen over and over without the police busting anybody. So it kind of kind of makes you sick. Like, what are you guys doing? Especially not warning the public. That I think is the worst. Is like, hey, there's an organized group of people doing nefarious I mean, stuff. These, these, that guy didn't. That guy, Jason John. If that was the body that was found, he did not drown in water. So there's. That's actually they're allowing a misperception to filter through the public that they think he died in Lady Bird Lake, and that person was the first person on site who actually said something different. So be careful out there. There's a, yeah. There's a lot I mean, there's of fake lots- stories too. Lots of victims not drinking, not even at bars, disappearing, just flat out. And this is so much bigger than people understand. I mean, Detective Gannon really is a hero. He's been doing this for so long. This is not glamorous or fun. You know, he doesn't enjoy doing this. We don't like talking about, uh, you know, people's dead children. But nobody's doing anything. This is, it's like a slow moving terrorist attack. Yeah, yeah, no, it is like that. And I right? think that the that might be the intent is to actually I think like, so. disturb the psychosphere. Yeah. It's like uh alchemical, like oh everybody's afraid. And that's part of the power. Maybe I'll some of these killers feel like, hey, I, I have my power is associated with causing fear in society or something like that. Like I there's, there's something that to that, William. Yeah, yeah. There's something to that because they love people not discussing them and and tiptoeing around the issue like what's happening in chicago and um austin like when the when people start having that conversation then they'll dump another body immediately and just it just turns it up even more and then they'll they'll make it so hot and everybody's freaked out and then they'll stop right right and you've seen that in other cases if you look at like the zodiac killer think about the fear that they caused like six people died but the whole city of San Francisco and the Bay Area was cast in darkness and terror. So the, the psychological effects were intense. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it wouldn't be. And the same thing with the Sons of Sam, right? Like people were getting blown. People made a really interesting point about the Son of Sam killings because people were getting blown away at that time in New York City. There were mob hits and all this stuff. But the psychological effect of the Sons of Sam about a sudden, you know, unexplained death had incredible psychological effect on the whole city. Like it overshadowed everything in these creepy mm-hmm. notes and stuff like that. Like uh, something like that is with the Smiley Face Killers. Like it's like, uh, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. And I, I, mean, I it's, it's, just, it's getting so big and it's yeah. so bad. It's, yeah. I, I can't believe people are still able to ignore it and ignore make it. excuses. I've seen some, People online I really loathe that are real true crime frauds and the the excuses that are perpetuated by people who only want attention for themselves are disgusting. Um, it's it's really revolting, like to say that these men were going to pee and fell in or right. I mean, Why didn't it's, they fall out? Why didn't they just get up and get out? It should right. wake you up, right? You fall in cold water. Right. It doesn't make sense. These are just no. It's just asinine. No, I mean yeah. people should be ridiculed. Anyway, thanks for having me. Hey, my appreciate pleasure. the support, William. Yeah, anytime. I'll have you back anytime if you ever want to talk. The other thing about this interview with Gannon, I'll put a link in the show notes. But he does say he has proof. Like we've surmised, they're communicating through the dark web or through encryption. Gannon says, I think in this interview, if I remember correctly, he says he has proof that that's happening. So very different. Like, uh, yeah, so he has information that we don't. Maybe you know some of the stuff, but he definitely seems to have knowledge just, of other symbols and numerolo- numerology. He mentions numerology in this interview. So there's things he seems to know that I don't know. 
For sure. He knows a lot that we don't know, but I feel like there are things that we know that he doesn't know as well. And, you know, I just go by also about when these cases happen and you see the obvious specifically just like Bryce Borka, right? Was at a bar and it, this is not a random act. This was planned. Same with the survivor in Austin. We were talking about Christian. He, this, he was, this was planned. These were not, random acts these are right. detailed and these right. people thought, are not detailed playing thing thinking about it aware of the cctv cameras correct right stuff, yeah. yep you know, yep they're just they're like methodical methodical yeah they won't take them if they can't if they if it's not a sure thing the crime will not go on that's right. why they're so good about not making mistakes and they're so disciplined and that tells you a lot about who's doing this and what's happening because um, right. And if people are out there and they've had suspicious things like somebody offering you a ride or you getting in a car or and then something strange happens and you have to run away because there's probably other survivors who've run into this group who they said we can't we're not going to take this one. Not everything's not right. But in other cases, they are like, this is the one. You know what I mean? Like there's so, probably people who got stalked who may not even know the totality of it. Yeah. No, you're possibly you're right. Yeah. You, you know. I've I've talked to three survivors now, three legit survivors in Boston, uh, Atlanta, and now Austin. And there's been a few others that I never were able to talk to. Not very many, but they all said the same thing. Serious trauma, over 60 hours, no memory. Um, you know, the, the guy in Boston, funny enough, the craziest – we don't even talk about. He was out on 420 when he had to be rescued from a tunnel because he right. and he was screaming for help, and the police had to rescue him. And then, as soon as they rescued him from this tunnel, he had been out drinking. He immediately passed out, and they immediately arrested him for trespassing. The right, guy was went just to almost court, murdered. Too. He went to court too, right? And yeah. he said, I don't remember anything. He didn't show any shame at all. I said, I'm sorry, Your Honor. I don't remember. I remember. I think I included that in my first documentary. Almost he, murdered he and arrested. Yeah. 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 No, Thanks. Wild. Thank it's you, police. Sense. I'll tell you. Yeah. And in Eden Prairie, too. Last thing. I'll tell you about the inactivity of police. What's disgusting. In the Bryce Borka case, again, on the 20th anniversary of Chris Jenkins' um, disappearance, that the police are posting pictures with their new cars when it's clear that young men are literally abducted in their precinct. Uh, yeah. Crazy. It's shameful. It's too bad. And I think that I wish these cases got more attention, but uh, people check out Jim Smith's uh, Twitter, check out all the old Jim Smith uh, interviews I've done. You can just scroll through them through iTunes or podcast addict, and you can just kind of see the progression in, in our interviews and our understanding of the cases and stuff like that. And I'll put links to my two documentaries in this uh, discussion as well. So Jim Smith of on Twitter at smiley face cult. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you, William. All right. Cheers.